This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Father, we thank you for a time as such as this. Thank you for the opportunity to share your word with your people. Father, let word come forth in power and strength. Let it meet each and every one of us at the point of our need. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I appreciate our pastor, Pastor Shola and Pastor Abigail for this opportunity they've given me to share God's word with, with us. I do not take it for granted. Thank you, sir, and thank you, ma. I want to believe for those of us that either came for our grand conference, that is the wind of mercy, or you followed online, I want to believe that our life was transformed. My life was transformed. My life was changed. My life was lifted. I want to believe your life was transformed too. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you. This evening I will be teaching and talking to us briefly on uh, what I titled Incubate, Laying Old of God's Promises. Incubate, Laying Old of God's Promises. Hallelujah. Amen. I know a lot of us, um, especially if you did agriculture when you were in school, that is in secondary school, you, are, you have an idea of what the word incubate means. Uh, we know that, for example, that birds, let me use uh, a chicken as an example, does not um, give birth to a live one. The chicken gives birth to, uh, or, or lays eggs, then incubates on the eggs so that the eggs can become live chicks. In other words, the process of incubation gives life to seed. So it's one thing for the um, chicken to lay eggs. It's another thing for the eggs to become live chickens. Hallelujah. The egg does not become a chicken without incubation. It doesn't happen. Whether the, um, um, the egg does the normal um, sleeping and laying on the eggs to incubate, or we use the machines like we do these days, there must be a process of incubation. Hallelujah. So we can liken the word of God, the promise of God to the laying of the egg. God has spoken his word to you. He has said something to you. You have, you have the egg, so to speak. But it's not enough to have the egg because the egg does not have life in itself. You have to incubate on the word that God has spoken to you. And from there, you are able to bring life or bring to life and bring to experiential knowledge what God has spoken to you. Hallelujah. So I'm going to break it down to three major points. How do we incubate on promises? How do we lay hold of God's promises to us? I need us to understand that, again, let me repeat it. It is not enough for you to receive the word of God. That is the beginning. That is very important. But it's not enough. It's not enough for you to listen to God's word and study God's word every day. That is important, but that is not enough. It is important and absolutely necessary that you incubate on the word, that you might have the experience of what God has spoken to you, that the promises that God has spoken to you and has given to you will actually come to pass in 
in your lifetime <laughs> because it's possible to receive God's word and then it looks as if nothing is happening a lot of believers are in this situation every January in your church probably there is a word that is spoken for this is our year of this, this is our year of that and a lot of people go through the year and never actually get or experience the, 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 the testimony of that promise and you're wondering why is it always different people come and share testimonies you know based on these words that gone forth and you are wondering when with my own testimony come i want to teach you simple processes that help you to incubate on the promise of god and deliver to your hands the experience of what the word has spoken hallelujah number one i'll be talking on meditation on the word on the promise on the prophecy and then confessing or confession of the of the promises the prophecy that's gone forth and then of course taking action on these promises hallelujah glory be to god so number one let's start from meditation meditate so i am assuming that you've already you already have a word so i'm not starting from receiving the word from god i'm assuming you already have a word probably you were praying and god told you something about your child about your spouse god told you something god told you this year i will bring to you a spouse you have a word but it looks as if the time is going and there is no fulfillment of that word so i'm talking about i'm talking to those who have a word you have a promise you've studied the scripture and you can see god is saying this to me but why i'm not why am i not seeing what god has said in my life i'm talking to you i'm saying that the first thing that a man that has gotten a word must do to that word is to meditate on the word is to meditate on the word what is what do we mean by to meditate to meditate means to ponder to think up every day thinking and about the fact that god has spoken a word forth this is our year of mercy if you do not constantly ponder if you not critically think if you not pay attention and fix your mind on the word that god has given you nothing is going to happen there this scripture that we all know joshua 1 8 Joshua 1 8 says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth the book of the law will not depart from your mouth you shall meditate on it day and night that's what Joshua 1 8 says it is not enough for you to have the book of the law it's not enough for you to have the word it is it, 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 it is imperative and important for you to go one step further to meditate on the word meditate on the word he says you shall meditate on the word day and night hallelujah amen Philippians chapter 4 Philippians chapter 4 you can follow me if you have your Bibles with you Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 another you know common scripture Philippians 4 hallelujah things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise say think on these things wow wow whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are pure so when the when the word of god comes to us i'm pretty sure there's nobody contesting the trueness of god's word the bible says sanctify us by our truth your word is true 
So when the Bible says, when Apostle, Apostle Paul began to say, whatsoever things are true. In other words, whatsoever things are delivered unto you through the word of God, which is the truth itself. He says, think on these things. Think on this. Meditate on these things. It is not enough for you. I will say it again and again throughout the length of this message. It's not enough for you to just receive the word of God. It's not enough for, 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 for the ticking to lay eggs. It is useless except it is eggs you want to eat. If you want to procreate and create and have more chickens, if that is your goal, the, the eggs are useless. Because you cannot stop at the point of the chicken laying eggs. You must do something to bring the fulfillment of what your vision, the vision you are looking at. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says, whatever things are true, said, think on these things. Think on these things. Think on these things. First Timothy um, chapter 4, verse 13. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. We are still talking about meditating on the word that you have received. Meditating on the word that you have received. First Timothy. Hallelujah. First Timothy. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. verse 13 to verse 15 in the letter Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy he began to say to him come give attendance to reading to exhortation to doctrine Paul, Apostle Paul was saying give attendance to reading like we encourage each and every one of us we read the scriptures we study the scriptures but it's just not enough to just stay there he said neglect not the gift that is in thee which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the presbytery verse 15 says meditate on these things meditate on what on the word that you have read on the exhaustion that you have listened to on the doctrine that you have been taught it says meditate on these things give thyself only to them it's not enough to just hear the word of god it's not enough to just read the scriptures it's not enough it's not enough it's not enough say meditate on these things give thyself only to them that their profiting may appear unto all if you want there to be profit out of your life you want that to be productivity out of your life you want the word of god to show forth the profiting of god's word to you to show forth you must meditate on the word that's what the scripture is saying it says if 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 you have read the scriptures you have listened to exhortations you have listened and be taught doctrine it is not enough to just be a error you must meditate you must think consistently you must ponder deeply you must have your mind fixed upon it hallelujah finally Hebrews 2 1 under meditation Hebrews 2 1 hallelujah glory be to God Hebrews chapter 2 important scripture this is a very very important scripture Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 said therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them sleep Wow you know 
the original actually says that lest at any time we should slip away from them therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard in other words it's not enough for you to hear i know we know that faith comes by hearing but the completion of faith is in the process i'm taking us through hallelujah take the more earnest eat pay attention many of us we believe that jesus has paid all the price there's nothing for you to do i'm sorry for you your christianity will be anyhow you will have the result of a man that is not born again because yes jesus paid the price for you to start the work you must walk the work when you receive god's word you must do something to that word you don't receive god's word and go to sleep it doesn't work that way that's the reason why a lot of people assume and, and run their life on assumptions they say god told me something and it's not coming to pass god told me something and i went out you know you know and i i mean you cannot just stay at the point of reading or hearing what god has said to you no you must do something bible says you must take the more earnest pay attention that's what to pay there is a price to pay for the fulfillment of God's word in your life. One of it is you must pay attention. You must pay attention. Say so less and at any time we should let them sleep. In other words, if you don't pay attention to the promises and prophets of God, they will sleep away from you. You will not have the experience. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have a neighbor beside you, they say, neighbor, meditate on the word meditate on the word meditate on the word meditate on the word I can't say it it's too much meditate on the word hallelujah amen and as we begin to meditate on the word we as we begin to ponder on the word as we constantly put the words in our face you know there is a reason why some so, sometimes we um, um, you are encouraged to write down the word of God you know the promise of God to you it is so it's so that it will help you to keep the word of God at the center of your attention you know you are encouraged for example you know I, I, I remember that um, the year I got married there were some things that God told us I printed them and I pasted them around the house on the fridge on the freezer on the doors and all that so wherever I'm moving in my house I can see it I'm trying to pay attention I'm trying to make sure that I pay the more NSE so that these things do, do not slip away when you wake up every morning do you remember what God has told you or do you remember do you only remember the year of mercy when you are in trouble <laughs> or do you remember every day and wake up and pay attention you ponder and thank God father <laughs> thank you because this is my year of mercy and you begin to wonder what does even mess what does mercy mean to me particularly father as I, I know you've given us a word as, as the answer of David but what does mercy mean to me you are thinking about this thing you are asking all those questions he's talking to you and speaking to you and you are progressing in the revelation of the word that he has given you the next thing that begins to happen if you meditate rightly is that you begin to speak you begin to confess God's word it is impossible for you to meditate rightly on God's word and the word will not come to your mouth it's impossible as you begin to meditate on God's word and you are paying attention what will begin to happen is that there is there's going to be a well you know welling up from within and before you know it there's going to be a gusher of you confessing and declaring God's word 
you must confess God's word. You must confess the promise. You must put the promises of God in your mouth. You must make sure that you continually declare what God has said to you. Regardless of what the situation looks like, you must be able to look at situation and circumstances and declare God's word, not what the situation is saying. Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He says, so let us cease. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And hold fast without wavering the hope that will cherish and confess an acknowledgement of it. Hallelujah. Let us cease and hold fast without wavering the hope that we cherish, the hope that we confess, and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised, woo, for he who promised is reliable and is faithful to his word. He said, hold fast your confession, your profession. He says, why? Because there is, there, 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 there is a reason for that. He said, the person has promised. How do you lay hold on the promises of God? How do you lay hold on it? He said, keep, pay attention to what you are saying. Pay attention to what you are saying. Hold fast to your confession. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. <laughs> you know, when I was in school, and, and, and that intro of Pastor Chris's um, um, messages always come up. I love it. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. He was not trying to sound cliche. He was not trying to sound nice. He was telling you and he has been saying it forever. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Because that is how you lay hold. Keep saying it. Whether it looks like it or not, keep saying it. Whether it looks like it or not, keep saying it. You get to the situation, into a situation and you're wondering what's happening. Keep saying it. Keep declaring it. it's my year of mercy. And every other thing that God has spoken to you, keep saying it. Keep saying it. Let us hold fast. Let us hold fast. Without wavering. Without wavering. Without faltering. Because he who has promised. Hallelujah. The person that has sent forth his word is reliable. Glory be to God. He is reliable and is faithful to his word. Let's let's quickly go to Hebrews 11. Let me just show you something there. Oh Lord, I thank you. chapter 6 Hebrews 11 verse 6 sorry very common scripture that a lot of people misrepresent or misunderstand or misinterpret said but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that comes to God must believe that he is and there is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him I would like to say that the crux of the matter here is not is, is not a reward the crux of the matter here is seeking him hallelujah many people i just felt to digress a little here at this point a lot of people a lot of believers either because of that that's the way they've been taught that's how they came into the kingdom you've been told that coming into the kingdom coming into christ is about solving your problems let me disappoint you Jesus is not first and foremost about solving your problems. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, without faith it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe. He 
that comes to God. That is the most important thing. It is the coming to God, the working with God, the constant fellowship with God, not the reward. And trust me, the reward he's talking about here is not the reward of cars and money. He says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In other words, when you seek him, he will reward you by, by helping you to find him. That's the reward, not money, not car. You know, a lot, a lot of believers have, you know, <laughs> we think faith is about um, um, getting things. I wrote on the, I think on Facebook, was it this morning or yesterday? If the only time you pray is when you want God to do something for you, you don't know what prayer is, you are still joking, you are a joker. Hallelujah. If the only time you pray is when you want God to do something for you, come on now, you are still joking. So what happens? You see, that's why a lot of our brethren, they now move from Nigeria or from Africa, they go to where uh, things are working, and then their faith, you know, capsizes. Why? Because their faith is basically based on getting things from God. And so all of a sudden, there's a system that works, that is supplying those things, and then, of course, they don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We are just talking about confessing and speaking the prophecies of God. In the same Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. In the same Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says the book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. From your mouth. You would have thought that since he was going to say next that you meditate. That he would have said it will not depart from your heart. But it says this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. You must consistently and continually speak it. You must consistently and continually speak it. As a matter of fact. You came into this kingdom by speaking. Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 10, it says, With the heart, man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth we confess unto salvation. That's how you came into this kingdom. There was a believing, but you didn't stop there, there was a speaking. There was a confession. That's why it's called the confession of our faith. There was a confession. So it's not enough to receive God's word. The same thing that gave back to you must sustain you. So you heard the word of God and you believed it and you confessed and you received the life of Jesus into your life. You must sustain the vitality of that life through fellowship and constant confession of God's word. Hallelujah. of the sower we see that the word of God is seed you can check for example uh, Matthew 14 it's in Matthew 14 it's in Mark 4 it's in Luke 8 and then when Jesus began to interpret the parable the first thing he said is that the seed is the word glory be to God so if the word of God is seed what do you do to a seed? You don't just look at a seed and say, ah, I like the purple seed or, or this cocoa seed. And then you put it in a plate and you are looking at it day and night and wondering, hmm, I'm waiting for when the seed will become a tree and then it will produce fruits for me. No. What do you do to a seed? You plant the seed so that the seed can be incubated by the soil 
and you water the seed and then by and by the seed begins to germinate and sprout forth and then it gets to a point it's mature and it produces for you the fruit thereof that's exactly how the word of god works you the word of god is sent forth you receive the word of god you don't just hold it as a seed and say ah, ah fine seed no you begin to incubate it by meditation you begin to incubate it by speaking forth what god has said to you Ecclesiastes chapters 11 verse 6 the first part says in the in the morning sow thy seed and, and in the evening withhold not thy hand in the morning sow thy seed and in the evening withhold not thy hand the word of God is seed when you receive the word of God you have received seed what do you do in the morning you sow it in the evening you do not withhold your hand you keep sowing what I, what am i saying in the morning you meditate you are confessing in the evening you keep confessing in other words what do you do to the seed of god's word you meditate consistently and you put the word of god in your mouth consistently that's what i saying. hallelujah i want to believe we are being blessed glory be to god glory be to god to lay hold of God's promises it is not enough for you to receive the Word of God it is not enough for you to hear God's Word it's not enough for you to be taught doctrine it is not enough for you to read and study if you do not incubate you will not receive and you will not experience what the Word has said to you hallelujah you must do the work you must meditate you must speak God's Word forth you must declare hallelujah Ezekiel said God began to talk to Ezekiel son of man can these bones live and many times we are in those kind of situation can these bones live can this thing be changed can this 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 man be transformed can this sickness be healed can this man be, can these bones live and then Elijah being a smart guy like most of us said Lord you know it and God didn't argue with him oh yes God knows but God wants to transfer the knowing to you so what does God do God speak his word to you and the Bible says God said to Elijah Ezekiel prophesy prophesy to these bones prophesy to these bones in other words God began to speak to him what he wanted Ezekiel to begin to speak out hallelujah hallelujah God began to speak and tell Ezekiel what he wanted Ezekiel to begin to say. And the beauty of that passage, I like that part. And the Bible says, Ezekiel said, I began to prophesy as I was commanded. I began to say the things that God said to me. I began to say the things that God told me to say. I began to speak the promises that God has given me. That is how to make things happen. That's how to make things happen. I began to prophesy. Says I prophesied as I was commanded. And there was a noise. All of a sudden, a shaking begins. All of a sudden, God and the angels of God begin to move like chess pieces. And bone begin to come to their bone. As you meditate and prophesy and confess God's word, you begin to see the hand of God. It looks as if it's orchestrated and it's playing, you know, chesses around you. And you begin to see the person that you do not even expect begin to speak on your behalf. Because why? You are prophesied. have to wait until you come to church you don't have to wait for a prophet for you to take God's word and meditate on it and begin to speak it into into fulfillment 
God, as long as you are born again, you have the ability, the capacity, and you should be willing to take hold of your life and the word of God that God has spoken to you and be able to deliver it God as God has spoken to you. Hallelujah. Number three. We have talked about meditation. We have talked about speaking and confessing God's word. As you meditate and you confess, in many instances, you will receive instructions for action. If somebody is beside you, say instructions for action. You will receive instructions for action. And basically, I'm just going to use one um, part of the scripture, James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. start from verse 21 all the way to verse 25 says wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul so again we are starting with that you receive the word of God that is sacrosanct that is important that cannot be overemphasized but like i said as i started receiving the word of god is not enough he says receive the word of god the engrafted engrafted word now verse 22 says don't stop there he says be ye doers of the word not hearers only deceiving your own self interesting be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. If only the things that you do to God's word is that you hear them and that is all. You are deceiving yourself. That's what scripture is saying. No wonder you have said plenty of things and they've not come to pass. You have received plenty of promises and you've not seen them. <laughs> because you are probably being a hearer only. He says that is tantamount to deception. In other words, that cannot deliver to you the reality of the world. Verse 23. For if any be a error of the world and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goes away and straight away forgets the manner of man that he was. If you saw that kind of person, you would assume that kind of person is probably retarded or something. He says, you see your, the way you look in the mirror. And then you turn away from the mirror and all of a sudden you're forgotten the way you are. Whether you are tall or dark, or tall or light, dark or short. Whether you're, you're a man or a, a woman, you, you can't remember. He says, that is the similitude of a person that hears the word of God and does not do. That person's the scripture says is deceiving his or herself now verse 24 say for he built himself and went away and straight away forget what manner of man that is verse 25 for whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein in other words when you receive the word you incubate you continue you do not just stop at the point of receiving the word it says and continues how do you continue meditate confess i'll do 
continue you incubate on the promise incubate on the prophecy do exactly what the, the Lord the prophecy has spoken but whosoever look at in the law of liberty and continue therein he be not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deed the man that will be blessed in his actions the man that will be blessed in the works of his hands the scripture is saying is the man that does what the word has said if we start from where we started from it says uh verse 22 says but be a doers of the word be a doers of the word w-o-r-d be a doers of the word then we get to 25 it says that but a doer of the work what does that tell me there is a working of the word there is a working dimension to the word <laughs> there is a working dimension to the word there is an action perspective to the promises you have received hallelujah first Thessalonians chapter chapter one verse three Paul was talking to the Thessalonians and you know in verse two he said making mention of you in prayers you know I'm praying for you and uh, say look at the content of my prayer for you this is one of it is that I'm remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and of, of God and of our Father listen there is what is called the work of faith many people what we are walking by and walking is just presumption because in the first place a lot of people don't even have the word and then when when and if they get the word they leave it like that and assume that everything will just come to pass we come to church and then you are the word of god is released upon you the activation of god the blessing of god to activate things in our life is released upon you and all we do is just say amen and after that we even forget about it until the next time you come to church how will you have the fulfillment of the word how will you profit from the word how will the promise of God come to pass that way there is something called the work of faith when you as you fellowship with the Holy Spirit meditating and confessing God's word many times it begins to inspire actions begins to give you instructions give you direction telling you this is the path walking it then as you take action the heaven opens up the heaven opens up and then you begin to see the manifestation of God's word in your life I like to jokingly say we call and rightly so because that's exactly what the Bible calls him in Romans chapter 4 verse 1 Abraham the father of faith and I usually jokingly say after that Abraham has received the word after that he has he has he has um, 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 celebrated about what God has spoken to him if he said Lord I believe and that was the only thing he, 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 he did Isaac would not have come As funny as it may sound, if Abraham never slept with Sarah, Isaac would not come. So it's not enough 
for the world to come God said by this time next year according to the time of life talking to Abraham Sarah shall be with child and then Abraham just says show you here God has already spoken no. so no need for sex as you see I'm very old at 99 I cannot be doing anything Isaac would not have come there is a walking of the word I believe I'm speaking to some people particularly tonight you are walking in presumption number one if you do not have the word of God in the first place the realm of God you are walking in presumption if you do not do the work of faith hallelujah wherever we are I want to believe that we've learned one or two things this evening that we are all ready to incubate on the promises that God has given us just like the chicken will lay on the eggs for days creating the atmosphere necessary for the life of that seed to come forth I've just gone through the simple principles that will help us move from the promises and the prophecies to the manifestation of these things lastly I would like to say something in every situation and in any situation whether at the beginning of receiving the word or at the end of receiving and experiencing what he has said one thing must be constant throughout and that is thanksgiving that is what thanksgiving you start in thanksgiving you continue as you are meditating and confessing god's word in thanksgiving you end in thanksgiving as you receive what god has said to you let me say it again you start in thanksgiving as you receive god's word you continue in thanksgiving as you meditate and confess God's word you end in thanksgiving as you receive and lay hold of God's promise Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 glory be to God hallelujah it says be careful for nothing be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication it says it doesn't matter what the problem is be careful for nothing it doesn't matter what the problem is there's a solution what do you do you pray supplicate with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God you start with thanksgiving you as you are making your request known you are making it known through thanksgiving you are acknowledging that regardless of the situation god is in control you are acknowledging that regardless of the, the situation the word of god will come to pass let's quickly go to romans chapter 4. let me just show you something there romans chapter 4. hallelujah lord we give you all the glory Romans chapter 4 
I'm actually going to verse 20, but I'm touched from verse 18 to give us a perspective. This was talking about Abraham. He says, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. You see again, the word of God coming forth. So shall thy seed be. That's God's word. Bible says, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't say, I'm old, and Sarah's womb is old. Let's not bother to even have sex because, see, I know God says something, but <laughs> I believe it all. But if he did that, Isaac would have come. Verse 20, Bible says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Remember the scripture that says we should hold fast to our confession of faith without wavering, without staggering. Bible says he staggered not, he wavered not through unbelief, but was doing something. He said was strong in faith. Was the last phrase giving glory to God. Again, you start in thanksgiving, you continue in thanksgiving, and you end in thanksgiving, regardless of the situation regardless of what you are going through regardless of what you think is, is surrounding you you start with thanksgiving you continue in thanksgiving and you end in thanksgiving bible says he was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform so god promises something speaks to you gives you a word there is a process to lay hold of that word or of that which God has spoken. You don't just hear God's word and leave it like that. You don't just hear God's word and leave it like that. No, you lay hold of it by meditating on it, by putting the words in your mouth and speaking it forth, and by acting on every instruction that you are that the Spirit inspired. And in all these things, thanksgiving is the key. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, can you raise up your hands and just begin to thank God for this word that has gone forth. Thank Him because the Bible says the entrance of His word gives light and gives understanding to those who are simple, those who are open-hearted to, to receive. Thank God for the light that has come into our lives even by the sharing of this word this evening. And begin to ask God to help you to lay hold of the promises that he has spoken to you by helping you to pay attention in meditation in confession and in acting upon the promise and the prophecy that's gone forth father we get we thank you we give you all the praise thank you holy spirit thank you father for in jesus name we have prayed hallelujah Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.